This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team. Well, hello and welcome. It's that time of the week again. Mind you, it comes around at least twice a week uh, and it's on a Friday, this game, so it's not that time of the week again. It's time for our preview. <laughs> I'm Mark Griffiths. Look, there's Che Long. Hi, Che. I'm in the cops' toilets again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, we've got a tough game coming, haven't we, on Friday? We certainly have. And, of course, as we know, it's part of a, a sequence, four games in a row up against teams that are around us in playoff contention. Oh, man, Torquay might still think they're in title contention. Um, this is the only away game out of the four. And I don't know, I, I, I was going to say, is it the toughest on paper? It's hard to judge, isn't it? I guess the most important thing, like you said, in Dragonheart this week, is that we got to just look after ourselves, haven't we, and do our job. Yeah, I think the more we focus on ourselves, I think us at our best can beat any side in the league. You know, we beat Sutton, we took four points from Sutton this year. And Hartlepool. Um, and Hartlepool. Yeah. So... The two, in argue for me, the two best sides in the league we've we've had good results against. So I can't see why we can't go on to beat every team that we're playing against at the moment. However, these play these teams have cracking players as well and can also beat us, which I know sounds very obvious thing to say, but it it, it is what it is, isn't it? Well, I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think that this season this league is. Has stuck to the cliche of anyone can beat anyone. Um, yeah. Especially, I think, the, circum- the bizarre and unique, pretty much, circumstances of this season have really made it that way, where teams have had lapses in form and we've done well to sustain form so well because very few teams in any division have been capable of doing it, really, um, with COVID and everything affecting things. But the fixes yeah. are settling down a little bit, aren't they? I think we've only got two more midweek games left and. If maybe have a quick look at Notts County, they they pretty much full up now. Most of them in the games, uh, despite the fact that they managed to lose the Hornchurch in the FA Trophy semi final on Saturday. Well, exactly that they backlog at least. They they and they lost to Oldershot yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but don't get me wrong, Oldershot no mugs. They beat us three 0 So yeah. I don't think that says much. But they. You know, they're a team that have sort of got the back, their backs against the wall. So maybe some people say, oh, it's the right time to play him. But maybe it could be the worst time to play him because they're going to be looking for a result against us on Friday because yeah. they need one. They certainly need one. They do. They massively do. It's uh, it's, it's an odd situation there. And, and I agree with you, actually. I, I'm, I'm a little uneasy about it because they might just be really energised to come out fighting, I think. I mean, they've lost exactly. them hardly. Last Wednesday, um, they, despite the fact they'd just come back uh, to, to get a good scrapping draw against Yeovil, and at that point they hadn't lost many games in the, uh, in 2021. But the, well, they're owned by two Danish brothers who said that they felt the club needs to move on, and you know, the long-term interests aren't served by Ardley who is a very popular figure, who's shown a lot of dignity with County when they dropped out of the league and, and uh, handled that well. So there's a lot of goodwill from their fans and a lot of them are concerned. But of course, we all know what football fans are like. If you replace somebody with somebody who gets results, then everybody's happy. The, the trouble is that the man they've brought in is uh, someone who's, at the moment, not getting results. 
so it's, it's, a, it's a bit of an issue for them at the moment. They went brave, and I, I, I like their thinking, um, because they decided rather than pick the obvious name, that they would go for someone a bit different. And so they picked up, well, uh, someone who's worked quite a lot with Graham Potter. Uh, what's his name? I've forgotten the bloke's name now. I'm just double-checking. <laughs> um, this is this embarrassing, isn't it? Surely I can find uh, I can find a link. They've only called him head coach as well. They've not called it Ian Birchnell. That's it. Sorry about that. A bit sloppy, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> But he's, he's, his managerial experience is purely in Scandinavia. Um, and he's done pretty well. He was assistant to Potter and then replaced Potter at Ostersund. And, yeah, they've clearly brought him in as a sort of progressive move. They've already got a head of recruitment and he's named head coach Birchnell. So I guess the idea is that he'll be, uh, you know, like I say, more of a European model perhaps. He'll be on the training ground bringing in innovative ideas. The problem for them, initially at least, is that when does he get the time to do it? You know, he's, he's dropped straight into the exactly. semi-final, which they lose at home on penalties to Hornchurch, who are two divisions below us. Uh, they led three times, equalised obviously Hornchurch three times, including the third one in added time. They then lost the penalty shootout. And so he's made three changes and shuffled it a little bit on Tuesday and have lost the home to Aldershot. So, like you say, Birchnell needs a result. I know that the Notts County have said, oh, you know, this is a long-term appointment, you know, short-term doesn't matter. But there's a lot of Notts County fans saying right off this season now, which is, which is which, a, a bit of a it's, surprise. It's, right? actually, it's actually crazy to me because when, uh, at the start of the season, when we did, we were originally doing this for this fixture... I was chatting. I got chatting to quite a few county fans, and they couldn't speak any higher of their manager. Yeah. They really liked Neil. Is it Neil Audley? Was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's absolutely bizarre turn of events, and I think at the time we were a bit up and down when we were playing them. So it's crazy how things can change so fast in football, isn't it? And I think I think if you look at our results and what's happened. <laughs> Uh, we were always, me and you were always pro keep staying in, but I think it was definitely the right thing to do because we have a real identity now in ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I personally, I, okay, I'm looking from the outside, but I'm seeing a situation where there shouldn't have been a change made, personally. Um, Birchnell yeah. might be a great person to bring in. They're talking about this being a long-term decision. The fact they appointed him the next day suggests it might have been something they planned in advance. I'm mm. not saying that, but... If so, I think Hardley's been dealt a pretty poor hand. You know, he's taken over a team that he can't save from dropping out of the football league because the whole thing's a mess. I don't think I don't think that's on him. And then last season they finished third and lost in the playoff final. We know how tough it is to get out of this division. I hope Notts County owners haven't come in with an attitude of we have to get out of this thing straight away and it should be easy because we know it's not. And this season. You know, I think it's harsh for any manager in a lot of ways to lose their job this season because the circumstances are so bizarre. But he's got them in there. Mm. The only reason they're not up around third place was because they had a fixture backlog. And, well, you know, like I said, the fans, as you say, they weren't turning against him. They weren't calling for his head. They were perfectly happy. And they were bound to get in the playoffs this year, Andrew. I find it odd. If this is a long-term thing, why was Ardley in the job at all? So, last week, 
Why didn't they get rid of him a lot it's, sooner? It's all there a bit bizarre. It, it's all a bit yeah. bizarre. And I, I, you know, likes them and Bromley, maybe then collapsing behind the scenes might do us the world of good. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not re, uh, wishing any bad luck on these sides, but I kind of am at the same time because I want Wrexham yeah. to go up and I don't want these sides to go yeah. up. And I know now Notts County have the firepower to do that. So, what's your thoughts on their players? Um, I mean, Kyle Wooten scored a lot last season, and he's yeah. scoring plenty this. So, this is why we can't afford to relax in this game. They're going to be motivated. The manager's desperate for a result. They're going to go for us on Friday. Wooten is a good striker. I'd be happy to have him alongside ours. Um, Baldivine, I think, is one of the very best creative players in the division. Admittedly, I think he's up and down a little bit. But one of the things that people are saying is positive about Birchnell coming in is that they were playing a 4-4-2 and they were using Baldwin, who's right-footed on the right. Um, Birchall's switched him to the left and apparently he's looked a bit more threatening because he just loves coming inside and having a go. Mm. I think he's a super player, Baldwin. Um, those two, like I say, two players that I'd be very happy to see us recruit. Um they have injury problems as well, though. Callum Richards is a really high-rated winger, uh, inverted winger, like Baldivine, and the two of them cutting in uh, ought to have been a major factor of their play, but he's been out most of the season. He's on his way back now, apparently, but not Friday's too soon for him. And also, Michael Doyle, their extremely experienced centre-mid, he picked up an injury against Hornchurch. He won't be fit for Friday, and that'll be a big loss because I think... Their midfield looks a little slow, a little, I don't know, I don't want to say pedestrian, um, maybe a little slow to engage opposing midfields. And Doyle is the one who can do that. So that that's the opposite. Problem. That's the opposite to our midfield. I think our yeah. midfield are very engaging and very energetic, aren't they? So that could really work to our strong point. There's an interesting point is that they've just signed a new midfielder. Regan Griffiths from Crew on loan, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's on loan. He's a young lad, so whether he's ready or not is a different matter. But, you know, will they give him a start on Friday? Are they seeing him as, a, you know, somebody who can replace or mm -hmm. replicate some of Doyle's qualities? Um, I don't think Doyle's long-term, but certainly it sounds like Friday he's got no chance for. Um, so that's, it's you know, we don't know what Griffiths is like, but... If not, it sounds like against Hornchurch. By the way, just to explain, I can't do the usual tactical thing this week because there's not much point. The last yeah. footage available of Notts County is under Ardley. So it's a different manager. It's a different team. They've played 4 2 3 1 now, it would seem. Um, so I, I can't really analyse because there's nothing to analyse of what Birchnell's doing. Their defence, they're looking to play it out from the back. It sounds like they're defence based, uh, so, it's a possession based team. They've got two attacking wingers, and it sounds like, oh, is it in Palmer, the left-back winger? Mm. Um, the left-back, who, you know, I think has been a winger before this season, sounds like he's been vulnerable in recent games as well. So, again, let's get Rhys Hall-Johnson bombing on and <laughs> trying to give him some problems. But. On the flip side, though, they have their problems, but it, it, it's going to be quite hard one for... Uh, Keats and the, and the team to approach, really, because they don't know what sort of structure this new manager wants or... Yeah. You know, he might come in with a brand new formation to what they mm. played against Thornchurch or Aldershot, and it might really work and come off. So it's, mm. and with the quality, coupled with the quality of players they have, it, 
it's a real stern test for Wrexham on Friday. And again, as we said, a nice positive performance with a going away from a, a game like that with a nice positive result would be fantastic for us, leading into another to- tough game in Torquay on Monday. Do you think that Dean Keats will have that problem of two games in three days in mind when he selects his team? Yes. Yes, I think so. I think, you know, we have the obvious centre-back conundrum that we have now where we have four magnificent centre-back, centre-halves. Well, and Carrington, five. (laughs) You know, and Horsfield can play centre-half as well. So, you know, we've got some great depth. But for me, I'd say it's a problem, but it's not a problem because we've got a lot of games coming up, a lot of congestion. So why not rotate the team a little bit? Yeah. I think that's his intention. I know it's his intention, yeah. really. Uh, I don't think massive rotation, but I think just giving the odd players a little rest. I mean, Hall Johnson seems to be having a little bit of trouble sustaining full fitness. So two games in three days could be a, an ask. Although having said that, I don't think we do have a like-for-like replacement for him, do we, really? And that's a shame. I think French is a fantastic job yeah. of a right-wing back. Though. It's a mm. different style of right-wing back. And it can, I think it can throw off a lot of teams when they're expecting Hall Johnson and they come up and they come up against Tyler French who's really strong and fast a very different more traditional style uh, yeah why not rotate it a little bit I think most of the things we're doing at the moment seem to be working so yeah, yeah. yeah I, I can't really complain when it comes to our squad and our strength and depth no absolutely uh, yeah we we're looking decent at the moment. We're looking very hard to beat. Um, I've got to be honest, I, I, I think I'd still take a point out of this game, if I'm honest with yeah. you. I think it's yeah. a tough away match, even if County are, are toiling, because a, a good team will use that as motivation to bounce back. But it's got to be seen the way County are going at the moment is an opportunity. It's got to be. Oh, 100%. I'd take a point in our next two games. Yeah, yeah. As long as we're not, you know, as long as we're getting points on the board and we're cementing that, playoff position towards the I, we're not deep down we're not going to win the league this year because Sutton I think are too good um, it's not impossible but I don't think we will uh, as long as we just keep on chipping at the points and if, if, if you know Notts County and Torquay are dropping points we can try and get into that second or third position which would be even easier to try and get into that final yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking at the table now. I mean, we're four points off third, and we've played the same number of games as third, fourth, and fifth. Uh, the, after our little break, the the amount of games played has pretty much evened off, except for Hartlepool, who are 10 points ahead of us, but have played three games more. Now, I've got to be consistent right. and say I'd rather be them than us, obviously. Yeah. But I don't see them catching Sutton unless Sutton blow up because you know they're a further four points ahead with three games in hand. So yeah, yeah Sutton fourteen points ahead, having played the same number of games as us, they're going to have to explode. But I think second is within our reach, and third, well, third could, we could be third you know, if everything went our way after the weekend. In fact, you know our next three games we're playing mm. sixth, third, and fourth. So it's exactly in our hands to put ourselves in an amazing position. And this is it, and we've got some real tough games. So if we can come out of these next few games, we've got County, Torquay, Stockport, and then Halifax, isn't it? Yeah. You're on eighth. These yeah, they're all 
they're all very good sides. And we, mm. you know, if we can come out of this in and around those positions, yeah. you know, we could lose. And losing is not the end of the world. Football teams lose. Yeah. Uh, but as long as we can sort of stay reasonably consistent, stay in and around the playoffs, mm. or in and around third position, pff, happy days. Yeah. Well, I've got to say, it, it strikes me as quite telling the way the momentum has changed. That when we played, we were supposed to play Notts County, weren't we, like about a month ago? Yeah. And when we were going into that game, preparing for that game, the situation was that we were ahead of them, but they had lots of games in hand on us. If they won their games in hand, they'd be about five points ahead of us. Since then, we've had the deduction of the Dover points and Ramonots County benefited from that. And yet we're now in a situation where it's in our hands to be ahead of Notts County, which is sort of crazy, isn't it? They're, admittedly, they're one point behind us of two games in hand, but we've still got to play them twice. So yes. it's, it's completely in our hands to be ahead of them. It's remarkable that, that things have changed to that extent. It's been a bizarre league this year. So oh, yeah. What's your overall thoughts then? leading into this game what, what what are you expecting from Wrexham and what are you expecting from Notts County in a nutshell I hope we're able to get at them early on um, I've, I've never been one of those who thinks that Keith sets his team up deliberately defensively I think it's more oh look how they haven't paid the money at the race course have they <laughs> a, a dark toilet in North Wales <laughs> this is where I live Fair enough. Oh, in that case, you haven't paid the, the bills. Um, the yeah, I, I just think I've got a clue where I was. Oh yeah, people. That's I remember now. Keats. I don't think he sets teams out to be negative um, necessarily. I think it's often that the team, for some reason, and I don't, I can't fathom this, often doesn't quite get on the front foot early on. Um, sometimes it does. To be fair. I, th I think we should this time. I think Jordan Davis playing in that more advanced position is a good idea. And I think, obviously, you know, you see how the game's developing. If we're getting a bit swamped in midfield, we need to do something about it. But I, look, I, I just think that they're a bit vulnerable at the moment. And the last thing they want is us at them at the start, putting them under pressure and the possibility of something going wrong at their end. You know, if we can just get at them or even please, if we can just score early, um, then we'll really be testing their temperament as well as their quality. Apparently in the yeah. Aldershot game, I haven't had a chance to see it, but the Aldershot won through a penalty, which was after just four minutes. Um, reading the Notts County local journalist account, he said it was a poor decision by the ref, it shouldn't have been a penalty, but he also said that essentially Notts County didn't make any chances on the 85th minute. So, if they if they just played like that, we need to get at them, put them behind early, and make them think, "Oh, here we go again." And so I, I would want us to try to be positive. Sometimes we've been unable to do that in games because I think people forget when they criticise a manager's approach. There's two teams in the game. <laughs> what yeah. the other side does matters. But if we can get at them, cause them early problems, force them back, make them stressed by the situation, then I'm, I'm hopeful we can win it. Yeah. I, I'm thinking the exact same. I'm thinking that we we, we really they've got that Wooten who's a very mm. strong striker. So it, for us, it's keeping the, the same thing that we've kept for the majority of the season is 
staying nice and strong and organised at the back. And I don't, I can't see many. T- if we're, if our defence is playing at, at, at their best, I can't see many teams beating us. So it's just about keeping strong. And as you said, make them chase the game and not let us chase the game. I know it's all obvious things to be saying, but with a team that's down on their luck at the moment, if we can catch an early goal, they're going to be worried, especially with the defence that Wrexham have at the moment. Yeah, let's get them thinking, oh, it's happening again. Yeah, um, I think that right-hand side for us is going to be crucial, uh, assuming Hall Johnson is playing. You could say in a tough away game, French gets that start. But if it's Hall Johnson, not only by driving forwards does he put pressure on a, a full-back who often doesn't play at full-back, and might be vulnerable, but he also then asks Baldevine, their best creative player, if he's on the left, what are you going to do? Are you going to come back and yeah. track me? And if he does, he can't hurt us. If he doesn't, well, we have to keep an eye on him, but it would expose whole, uh, the fullback to Hall Johnson. So I think how that develops down the right could be massive for this game. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And let's hope we get a nice positive performance and result on BT Sport. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, let's give the public what they want. <laughs> <laughs> the last people up and down the country will say, "This is what we paid our subscription for." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that's what that fir- hard that thirty quid that yeah. cost me a month to watch yeah, the mighty yeah. Reds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not just watching ice hockey. <laughs> uh, right. Well. Let's hope they do it, eh? It's it's going to be a big test. It's a, it's a big, big week and a half, but, well, we're going into the correct sort of form. So thanks for joining me, Che. Yeah. Oh, Enjoyed pleasure. it. I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Let's uh, hope Wrexham can pull it off. We've been Mark Griffiths and Che Long from the Wrexham AFC media team. This is the Final Whistle Podcast from the Wrexham AFC media team.